Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan here in Victoria, BC. In this program, we all discover jazz old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next 60 minutes, Discovering Jazz. Today, part two of Familiar Favorites at least familiar to me. It's my own personal LP collection. And, you know, playing these records is twigging some memories of them in many cases, but other times they feel totally new because it's been so long since I've heard them. The main memory twigged by this first one are the good vibrations I feel when I hear the name Shelly Mann, the famous jazz drummer. I can't identify any particular style of drumming associated with Mann, who died in the early 1980s, but I think that listening to this album from 1975 is what made me realize how good drum-led combos can be. The album is called Hot Coals, and it's a collection of very hot coal porter tunes. Here is Love for Sale. And just listen to the great way that goes back and forth between the rock rhythm and the swing. Thank you. 
drummer Shelly Mann, with Oscar Brashear on trumpet, Victor Feldman vibes, Chuck Domenico on electric bass, Tommy Tedesco piano, Mike Wolford on electric piano, and Tom Scott on soprano sax. Love for sale. And speaking of Shelly Mann, he opened a jazz club in Los Angeles in 1960, shortly after so many other jazz clubs had gone out of business, called Shelly's Manhole. Man spelled M-A-N-N-E, as per Shelley's name. It closed in 1972 due to losing its lease, but between those years, a lot of great jazz musicians played there. One of them was guitarist Lenny Bro, who had come of age as a musician in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. I have that album, a 1962 release called The Velvet Touch of Lenny Bro, live from Shelley's Manhole. Backing him are drummer Reg Kelm and electric bassist Ron Halderson. But who is the other guitarist, some ask? Well, there isn't another guitarist, and it isn't double-tracked. It's all Lenny Bro playing here. Here he is with Bobby Scott, um, Rick Marlowe classic, A Taste of Honey.
Lenny Bro. I was so pleased to find this uh, this next hard-to-find album recently at a thrift shop. It's by drummer Archie Alleyne, A-L-L-E-Y-N-E, and a quartet led by vibraphonist Frank Wright. They were both out of Toronto, and Aline died in 2015 while we lost Frank Wright just this past May due to COVID. Also on the album are the late Ray Downs on piano, who died in 2020. The writer of the tune is a pianist who played with Archie Aline at one time. His name is Connie Maynard. Only one of the jazz musicians involved with this record is still with us, and that's bassist Steve Wallace who is also a columnist for Toronto's Whole Note magazine, as well as a frequent player on a number of recordings. The album is called Up There, and this tune is entitled A-A-A, that's E-H, <laughs> must be some kind of Canadian reference to Alcoholics Anonymous. Archie Aline with the Frank Wright Quartet from 
Archie Helene with the Frank Wright Quartet. Here's one that's familiar to most of us, I'm sure. It feels like I've had this album forever, but maybe only because I had heard this tune and this version of it so many times. It's Stan Getz and Charlie Bird, and the album is Jazz Samba. From 1962, here is Antonio Carlos Jobim's Desafinado. Thank you. 
That's the beautiful tenor sax of Stan Getz, the guitar of Charlie Bird, with Heter Betts on bass and drummers Buddy Deppenschmidt and Bill Reichenbach, Desafinado. I have a photograph of me in the early 1980s walking down Jasper Avenue in Edmonton, Alberta, with four famous guitarists, including Charlie Bird, and I'm carrying Charlie Bird's ovation guitar. Want to see it? I didn't think so. You're right. It's not all about me. Someday I might post it as I'm promoting these Discovering Jazz podcasts. Now, there is an aspect to this next album that I think is very much about me. It's probably the first all-jazz album that I ever owned. And modern jazz at that, at least at the time. (laughs) My mother somehow attained it. I don't know how or why. And she hated it and gave it to me. I still have it although it's rather scratched. It's called Modern Brass by the Milt Bernhardt Brass Ensemble, and it's on the old blue-colored RCA Victor label from the 1950s. The album is from 1955, and because it is truly one of my all-time favorite jazz albums, and at age 9 or 10 led me to decide that I wanted to learn a brass instrument, which later led me to the French horn, I'm going to play two tracks from side two of the album. They're both short, under three minutes. The second track features a French horn solo by John Grass, and it's the old Johnny Mercer standard tangerine. But first, Vernon Duke's London in July, arranged by Pete Rugolo.
Milt Bernhardt Brass Ensemble with Tangerine before that London in July. Now, I haven't played any vocalists yet, so I'm going to rectify that. Julie London is another person whose records I used to have many, and with my album Culls over the years, I'm now left with two of them. Her first one, Julie Is Her Name with Barney Kessel's guitar, and a Cole Porter tribute with a Bud Shank quintet called All Through the Night. Is she a jazz singer, per se? Probably not, as she didn't do any kind of scatting or improvising. But many of the great jazz singers did this only rarely. She certainly had a jazz feel and employed great jazz musicians. The All Through the Night album from 1965 is probably her best, with Bud Shank on alto sax and flute, Russ Freeman, piano, Joe Pass, guitar, Monty Budwig on bass, and Colin Bailey on drums. This is Cole Porter's Easy to Love. It's only two and a half minutes long, so I'm going to follow it with something from her first album with Barney Kessel on guitar and Ray Leatherwood bass. Julie London. Disappeared from sight And there's no moon at all Don't make a sound It's so dark Even Fido Is afraid to bark What a perfect chance To park And there's no moon at all If you need Atmosphere For inspiration Dear We'll make it clear that tonight is right and bright moonlight might interfere. No moon at all up above. This is nothing like they told us of. Just to think we fell in love and there's no moon at all. If you need atmosphere for inspiration, dear. One kiss 
will make it clear that tonight is right and bright moonlight might interfere. No moon at all up above. This is nothing like they told us of. Just to think we fell in love and there's no moon at all. Landed from 1955. Before that, same singer, 10 years later, with Easy to Love. How about a singer now who is without a doubt pure jazz? This is one of the founders of what has been named Jazz Vocalese, where singers transcribe famous jazz solos and sing them. His name's Eddie Jefferson, and he and John Hendricks were probably the two most prominent composers of jazz lyrics added to various jazz standards. I have two great Eddie Jefferson albums in my collection. This one is from 1959, simply called The Jazz Singer. And here is his version of the Miles Davis classic, So What? Miles Davis walked off the stage. So what? Soon as his solo was over. So what? Oh yes, he did leave the stage. So what? Clean out of sight now. So what? Coltrane, he walked off the stage. So what? That's what you folks are all saying. So what? Oh yes, he did leave the stage. So what? And that's a fact now. So what? They felt they had to rehearse. Backstage. Although we know they are masters. That's right. They get a real mellow sound. So smooth. And you will have to admit it. Uh-huh. But yes, they both left the stage. So what? Soon as our solos were over. So what? And if you can't figure out their groove, I'd like to hip you. Well, my friends. Now about Miles Davis I never know why some people always try to find some fault of this man and his horn And when they go to wherever he is playing They seem to go to see whether he is going to tend to business Never walks around a place and speak to all of the folks he don't know I wouldn't either And neither would you, friends But I, I know he is friendly I do Oh yes We dig his beautiful soul And we love him and his blue horn And here's another thing now About the clothes he wear, I'm sure his style is in the future. He's so cool, the fit of his clothes is perfect. Just like the way he plays, he's not afraid of being different. And he has one most pose in this modern jazz. He and Gillespie are kings. Miles and his group are breaking records, yeah, because they sure do swing. Miles Davis walked off the stage. So what? That's what the folks are all saying. So what? Oh yes, he did leave the stage. So what? Soon as his solo was over. So what? Coltrane he sneaked off the stage. So what? That's what you folks are all saying. So what? Oh yes, they both left the stage. So what? Clean out of sight now. So what? They felt they had to rehearse. That's right. Although we know they are masters. That's right. They get a real groovy sound. So We'll have to admit it uh-huh. But yes, they both left the stage So what? Soon as the solos were over So what? And if you couldn't figure out Well, I have hip you Oh, yes, they both left the stage So what? Eddie Jefferson with a tenor sax solo by James Moody So what? Now for the person who I think is my favorite saxophonist, certainly in terms of tone. Nobody played as smoothly or sweetly as Zoot Sims. 
Here He Is with pianist Jimmy Rowles from a 1979 album called Warm Tenor. This is a Gordon Jenkins composition, Blue Prelude. Thank you. 
not just a wonderful tenor sax by Zoot Sims, but some dynamite piano soloing by Jimmy Rowles, also the bass of George Mraz and drums of Mousy Alexander. Let's stay with sax, but now the baritone sax, and it's time for a ballad, I think. I had the whole series of capital jazz classics, but alas, I got rid of most of them. One I kept was Blue Serge by baritone saxophonist Serge Cheloff. Here is Thanks for the Memory. Serge Cheloff. Here's a pianist that I came to love, best known as a writer of TV theme music, Lalo Schifrin, from an album that's been in my collection for quite a while called There's a Whole Lalo Schifrin Going On. Here is Vaccinated Mushrooms. I like it because he seems to be having so much fun.
Lalo Schifrin. Maybe not jazz, but as Eddie Jefferson said earlier, so what? Time for one more. I haven't played anything Canadian for the past 45 minutes. This is Canadian and more contemporary from an album by a group of amazing Vancouver, B.C. jazz musicians who called themselves Skywalk. It's one of their later albums from 1983 called Silent Witness, which I just found for 75 cents last summer in a record store in the town of Cumberland, just outside of Courtney on Vancouver Island. There's Rene Wurst on bass, Cat Hendricks, drums, Harris Van Berkel, guitar, Jim McGilvery on percussion, Graham Coleman on keyboards, and the composer of this next tune, saxophonist, teacher, and all-round great guy, Tom Keenleyside. This is called Best of Both Worlds. You've been listening to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sademan. Tune in again next week. Bye for now. <laughs>